Welcome to the Miko One Show. I am your host, Cricket. Today, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners that's tuning in. Please subscribe to our website, www.themikoonshow.com. We have a YouTube channel, The Miko One Show, and we have a podcast on iHeart, Pandora, Spotify, Stitchers. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome. Good evening. I'm Overseer Estelle Humphrey, and I want to start off with the prayer. And today we will be speaking on the wingspan between the eagle, the raven, and the crow. So right now, Father God, as we go to the throne, we just ask him for forgiveness of sins, Father God. Asking that you bless this word, the wingspan between the eagle, the raven, and the crow. Father God, and as we spread our wings, Father God, give us strength and encouragement, Father God. Allow your anointing, Father God, to fill us up, renew us, reposition us, Father God, for greatness, Father God. We ask that for every forgiveness of sin that we have committed, Father God, by the blood and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. We come in with a humble heart saying yes, yes to your will, Father God. We thank you for the ministries you have placed in our belly, Father God. And as we continue to trust and have faith in you, Father God, we'll go higher with the relationship with you. We thank you for your son, Jesus, that died on Calvary, Father God. He did not come off the cross. And we thank you for the blood that birthed salvation. We thank you for the faith walk that you have increased, Father God. We thank you for the shoe of peace that you have provided peace and speak to our dry places. We bind depression, suicide thoughts, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask that you continue to circumcise our heart, Father God. Renew us, Father God. Give us a fresh anointing for our hearts, Father God. As we purge, Father God. As we cry out to Zion, Father God. Mend those hurting places, Father God. We are brokenness, Father God. But when we're broken before you, Father, there's no judgment. And we thank you for your mercy and your grace that covers us. We thank you that as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, Father God. We're more than conquerors, Father God. And as we continue to renew our strength, as we continue to stand on the word of God, that our wings, the wingspan, will continue to have strength to soar. We ask in these many blessings in thy son Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Once again, I'm Overseer Estelle Humphrey, and I'm speaking on the wingspan between the eagle, the raven, and the crow. The wingspan between the eagle, raven, and crow is based on how durable each species' wings are and how they are represented in the kingdom of God. The eagle is the one who has the largest rings between the crow and the raven. When the ring span is extended out as far as it can go, the birds are able to have strength to fly. When we look at Isaiah 40, the 40th chapter, verse 31, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. When we are able to wait and hear from the Lord to renew our strength, we can become more than conquerors.
We are able to worship God in our weakest moments. He will give us strength of peace, hope, love, comfort, grace, and mercy. So we thank him in advance for his mercy and grace and how he's our comforter by the blood and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The wingspan of an eagle is from five feet to seven feet. The eagle represents strength, king of the skies, courage, immortality, resurrection of Jesus Christ. When we are able to wait on the Lord, he gives us more strength. More power when we become weak and weary. The eagle's wings are built for soaring and flowing upward. The long feathers are slotted and can be separated to allow air to flow smoothly, allowing the eagle to carry another bird and to prevent the eagle from being hindered when flying at a slower speed. When we look at Exodus, the 19th chapter, the fourth, Fourth verse, you have seen what I did unto the Egyptians and how I bear you on eagles' wings and brought you unto myself. So in the book of Exodus, the wings of the eagles represent how God brought the Israelites out of Egypt and saved and delivered them from slavery. The wings of an eagle speak, speak strength, courage, and when you are able to fight spiritually, to prevent any obstacles that your enemies have created against you. You become, sometimes you become weak when your enemies attack you. But if you are able to extend your wings like eagles, you are able to soar and come against your enemies based on the word of God, based on you know that you are covered by the blood of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. But even though the Israelites stayed in the wilderness for 40 years, they still carried the residue of a slave mentality, releasing and healing from bondage, from every stronghold that the devil has used to hinder you from worshiping God is essential to living a holy life and not a life of imitation of man. Let's talk about the raven. The wingspan of a raven is four feet, a little smaller than the eagle. Raven represents the grace of God. The raven is considered an unclean bird that will eat the roadkill. Ravens de depends upon things that die or are killed. Then they tear and devour the flesh from the carcass. When we look at the carcass, it's the body of a dead animal. And when the raven eats the flesh off the bone of a dead animal, what happens is once the flesh comes off the bone, the bone loses its blood supply and become brittle and die. Think of the blood of Jesus. If we don't have the blood of Jesus, we can't live eternally. We can't have our salvation without Jesus who gave us life. God created the heavens and the earth. And without that blood supply of the Holy Ghost, of Jesus that suffered on Calvary, we're nothing without him. We're walking dead. Amen. Thinking about, think about being emotionally depressed, feeling dead inside, 
and your enemies trying to devour you like a carcass. Your foes, which is your assassins, your enemies, they, your haters, they jealous of you, they despise you, which makes you feel that they are devouring you like a carcass. When you are able to be healed on the inside out, hallelujah, inside out, I said. The blood of Jesus is a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a keeper. And it gives you strength to extend your wingspan that you are able to fly high. When you extend your, your wingspan, you are stretching and you are pulling. <laughs> and without the strength of God, without you having a relationship with God, your wingspan becomes weak and weary and you're not able to extend and expand. You're not able to flow like eagles. We want wings like eagles. Check your wingspan today to make sure you can fly high. And when we look at the ravens, they were the first bird mentioned in the Bible. Let's check out Genesis, the 8th chapter, verse 6. And it came to pass at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. Open window. And he went, set, he went and he sent forth a raven which went forth to and fro and until the waters were dried up from off the earth. The raven did not return. The raven probably found rest on something dead. But the raven is known for removing dead things. And it's abomination to eat. When God removes dead things out of your life, it draws you closer to God. Let's look at the book of Leviticus, 11th chapter, from 13 to 15th verse. And these are they which ye shall have an abomination among the fowls. They should not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagle and the ostrich and the osprey and the vulture and the kite after his kind. Every raven after his kind. When God speaks abomination, it is repulsive, offensive to God. To eat a raven is offensive to God. God has no respectable of persons and value the raven. In Luke the 12th chapter verse 24 it states consider the ravens for they neither soar nor weep which neither have storehouses nor bomb and God feedeth them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? God identifies something in the raven that no one else did. Let's go to the book of Kings. First Kings 17, 1 through 6. And Elijah, the Tishbib, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee thence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook of Cherith, that is before Jordan. 
and it should be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according unto the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook of Chariot, that is, before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. In the book of First Kings, 17 chapter, it tells the story of how Elijah prophesied to King Abhab, Ahab, telling him that there will be drought. Ahab and his wife Jezebel, the Phoenician witch, were killing all the prophets in Israel. When Jezebel married King Ahab, their union created a political alliance to both nations, which allowed the spread of Baal religion throughout Israel. The Lord ordered Elijah to hide and cherish before the Jordan River to save his life. When Elijah considered the ravens, he had to trust God would provide or give provision to his situation. God favored Elijah and God favored the raven. The raven, who was a messenger, the raven God trusted, who eat dead carcass, but allowed the raven to feed a prophet. And Elijah did not complain. He didn't say, can I have some fried chicken or barbecue? with the sauce he did not complain and the raven gave him water and fed him flesh in the morning bread and flesh in the evening flesh is raw meat and Elijah did not complain at once the heart of Elijah of a prophet that served God that loved God that trusted God, that could hear from God. So when we recognize that we are faith walkers, glory carriers, and his image barriers, we are able to increase our strength of the wingspan and fly and soar through every attack, every schematic scheme that the devil placed against us. The raven had favor with God. The raven represents God's grace and yet the raven is known to be a messenger and to eat dead carcass from dead animals, removing the dead. Let's talk about the wingspan of a crow, which is 2.5 feet. Crows are intelligent birds that come from the Corvus genre family of birds. The Corvus subfamily is known as Corvinae, which include the raven and the jackdaw birds. This is why the crow and the raven look alike and are mistaken, but they're two different species. Even though the crows are not mentioned in the Bible, they didn't come into existence at around the 1800s. But they represent inspiration spiritual and emotional change and transformation. The wings of a crow are small and with a little bend to them. The crow is the only bird that can imitate a human's voice. 
And when we imitate or become an imitator, it's to mimic, copy, follow as a model. Once again, let's review the spirit of a crow. The crow is one that can imitate a human's voice. The crow loved to imitate and watch how the eagle fly. The crow will use the neck of an eagle to fly high and sometimes peck him on the neck as he fly high. Crow is very protective and work in groups to help to fight their enemies. Legends have spoken that stories of crows are messengers of omens of bad things to come. So when we look at imitator is, or to imitate is to mimic, copy, follow as a model. So let's look at the third John, first chapter, 11 verse. Once again, third John, first chapter, 11 verse. And it reads as, beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good, is of God, but he that doeth evil have not seen God. Sometimes the crow will use, like I said, we use the neck of an eagle to fly high with their wings. The strength of an eagle are much stronger than a crow. And studies, what I love, has been proven that when an eagle flies to a certain altitude while a crow is on their neck, the crow will lose oxygen to breathe. And fall off and die. The eagle is represented as being more than a conqueror. When he allows the crow to stay on his back. As he fly higher. And when you think of your enemies attacking you. Some of them are backstabbing you. And you just think how good God is. And you just start praising and worshiping God. And the only way you can worship God is in truth and in spirit. So it's based on your relationship and the spirit of God that lives inside you creates you to be more than a conqueror. And as they come against you, your enemies, you fly high. And the higher you go in God, they eventually will die and fall off. So we look at John 12 verse 26. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there should also my servant be. If any man serve me, he will my father honor. We honor Jesus Christ by following his example, not an imitator. People can inspire us by how he lived according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. How they lived according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. To inspire is of extraordinary quality arising from some external creative impulse. Original ideals. When you imitate something, someone, you are losing out on what God called you to be. Recognize your identity in God. Will eliminate you to become an imitator. We're not imitators. We're not copying and pasting. We're not following men. But to be a follower of Christ is so much better. So I want to say thank you once again. I'm Overseer Estelle Humphrey. I just want to close with a prayer tonight. Father God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, we just say thank you. We honor you, Father. We give you glory, Father God. We thank you for being followers of Christ and not imitators of man. 
We thank you for allowing our ring span to extend and because of your mercy and grace. You cover us, Father God. We thank you, Father God, and we bind the spirit of imitation. We bind every stronghold that's coming against us of envy, jealousy, iniquity, Father. It do not live in our hearts. It does not live in our minds. We bind, Father God, depression by the name and the blood of the Holy Ghost, Father God. We say increase our minds, Father God. Give us more strength and power. As we lay before you, Father God, we pour out and say thank you. We thank you for your son, Jesus, that died on Calvary, that created salvation for us, Father God. That created our identity with you. And we thank you that we are able to call you Jehovah Jireh. Because you are a provider, Father God. And you created us to be conquerors. You created us to soar like eagles, Father God. And we want to say thank you. We ask that you continue to bless us, Father God. To can you continue to give us favor, unconditional love with you and with the people. We ask in these many blessings in thy son Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen.